This is Stuart. Stuart likes kicking it old school. You know, tie-pins, retro alarm clocks, and of course, driving his car in rush hour traffic. Trouble with old school is it doesn't always work, especially when Stewie has to present his report to the board in exactly one hour. Unless, of course, he breaks with tradition and catches the how train. With a track record of being on time, 98% of the time, chances are he'll be too. Forget the strain. Ride the how train. Iconic furniture designer and craftsman Pierre Cronier is pleased to announce that his Cramerville showroom is having a two-week sale. It started on the 19th of June, that other Monday. It goes on until this Friday, the 30th of June. Save up to 70% on high-quality, locally handcrafted solid wood furniture. Now visit Pierre Cronier Cramerville or go to piercronier.co.za. That's his website, piercronier.co.za for more information. T's and C's apply. Reedy Clammy, weekday afternoons, 3 to 6. It's been a glorious 12 years. I have loved every single minute of it. I've been challenged, I've been blessed, I've been abused, I've been made sad, but all of these were enriching experiences. So today, I do want to pay tribute to you, the listeners, and everybody who's been part of this glorious journey for 12 years. Join me on the afternoon drive for the very last time. Reedy Clammy on 702, your number one news and talk station. Imagine starting your day without your first cup of coffee or that refreshing morning shower. Imagine your tea break without tea, the water cooler without water, and not being able to jump into a pool after a hot drive through traffic. Imagine not being able to cook your dinner or washing the dishes after you did. Imagine not having that nice hot bath just before crawling into bed. Imagine a day without water. Be the hero and save water. Rand Water. They don't just survive, they thrive. The NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. Indeed, hey, they don't just survive, they thrive. And we make an effort to profile them here, but also just look back um, at these businesses and see what progress they have made over the years. So over the last couple of years, 702 and NetBank have been profiling these businesses. These are the businesses with the potential to go to the next level in the NetBank Business Accelerator. This week, we are going to get some updates from our business growth expert, uh, Pavlo Fitilis from Oric, who's here with me in the studio. Pavlo? You well? I am very, very well. What Good. business are we looking at this morning? We're going to be speaking to Clive Govender from Spiderweb Altitude Systems. And what they do, Lani, is that they make harnesses that keep you safe at high heights or anything, in fact, above, I think it's by four feet. If you stand four feet or higher, mm-hmm. you need to wear a harness in terms of safety regulations. They make some of the best harnesses from what I can see, from what I understand, and from more importantly, the customers that I've spoken to that they supply globally. And this is a business that has now recently opened up a second factory in Botswana, of all places, which has been quite interesting. Wow, that's very, very interesting. Uh, so just hoping to get the business owner on the line um, because, I mean, the issue here is that a harness is a harness is a harness and you, and you were saying they make the best harnesses. I mean, what, what is the difference? You know, the difference comes in, they do these things called safety drops. So when a mine, for example, purchases a harness and it assesses the quality, it goes and it puts a weight into the harness itself and it drops it from a height. And that's how they measure quality in these particular instances. And the reason it's so important is, you know, a mine operates a three billion pound asset Mm. in effect. One accident in a mine stops the entire mine. Production comes to a grinding halt. 
And you've heard some of the numbers on gold fields. Oh. You know, 36 million rand a day when the mine isn't operating. Mm. So mm. safety is a key, key feature, and that's why this business has really targeted mines and become a specialist in mine supply. Okay, we're trying to get Colin on the line, uh, but what also was interesting about what you said is that they're now moving to, to Botswana. Uh, Colin Governor is on the line now to talk to us about this. Colin, good morning. Good morning. Hi, thanks indeed for joining us. All right, so I was just asking Pablo a short while ago about the differences uh, in these harnesses. I mean, a harness is a harness is a harness, and he says yours are the best. Yeah. Well, a harness is not just a harness. There's different applications for job function. So if you're working in construction, you'd use a different harness for someone that was going underground in the mine. Oh, okay, so you use a, a different one. But talk to us about yeah. uh, your, your expansion now. You're going to Botswana? Yes, we've opened up a factory out in Botswana, as well as two training centers. And, uh, yeah, we, we'll be up and running the first, first of July. Oh, fabulous. Pablo, what needs to happen next? Well, there are three foci that this business really needs to target. The first is going to be around cost efficiencies. You know, the pull is a very strong currency. It's stronger than the South African rand. Mm. So immediately, the raw material supplies, the imported components are going to arrive at a better price. The second thing is the deal that was done for Colin to open up a factory over there by specifically the president of Botswana was remarkable. He got all the way through, I think in his second meeting he met with the president, there are tax gains, there are no duties on imported products. It's really providing the environment for a very cost-effective manufacture of the product that he has. Once he's got that in place, he's got to tangibilize his brand. And what I mean by that, Lonnie, it's very easy to talk about quality. But when you are selling into the distance, in other words, north into Africa, Mm. where I actually think Botswana is better placed than South Africa because their relations with our brothers and sisters north of us are slightly better positioned than Mm. our relationships Mm. with similar countries. Mm. In those particular instances, the website becomes important. And I think some work can be done to identify the five features that set this harness apart from another. So, for example, triple-stitched matrix stitching on the joints, and then you zone in on it because the people can see that what you say is what is there. It brings the product to life in many instances. And then finally, he's got to start looking at the oil and gas industry. It's big on the West Coast. It's growing in Africa. And there's some new harness markets for him in those instances. Ah, fantastic. Listen, all of the very best day to you, Colin Govender, CEO and founder of Spiderweb Altitude Systems. So you are profiling and talking about one other business on Reedy's show this afternoon. Uh, what are you looking at? I'm looking at what a scientist who has a love for horses did with her bioengineering capabilities to create a product made in South Africa, originated in South Africa, available in 27 countries globally. That is just always, always great to hear. South African businesses expanding um, and not afraid to interact with new markets. Listen, uh, thank you very much, uh, Pablo Fertitis. Much appreciated. Listen in when we hear from another NetBank Business Accelerator update this afternoon with Ridi Tlabi. Now, the NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. See money differently. Visit business.702.co.za for more. 702, the Africa Report with Crystal Audison. All right, let's welcome on our lines now uh, Crystal Audison. Good morning to you, Crystal. Good morning, XJ. Thank you very much. All right, let's start in Kenya. That country has become the first African country to start using a generic version of the latest AIDS drug. 
Yes, a quite good news, um, XG for the 1.5 million HIV sufferers in that country. So it becomes the first African nation to start using the generic version of a drug that can improve and prolong the lives of thousands of people who suffer from severe side effects. Now, we know that side effects and the resistance to other treatments have been a big issue um, with HIV drugs, but this new, well, it's not new, the generic drug DTG has, uh, was first approved in the U.S. in 2013 and now will be given to about 20,000 patients in Kenya before it's being rolled out in Nigeria and in Uganda. And so the interesting backstory of this XG is that it's actually being made possible through a U.S agency which is called um, United and which means they go to um, pharmaceutical companies and they bring medicines to the market quickly um, for reduced costs by allowing generic companies to access patents for a small royalty. So it's really a game changer and who knows we might see other drugs XG coming into uh, onto the continent if we look at cancer or you know by any bipolar disease. So quite good news for the continent. Very, very good news. And it's interesting you touch on this issue of cancer because we've discussed it on this program that cancer drugs are just incredibly expensive and people just can't afford them. All right, so let's move to Zimbabwe. We reported on the story yesterday around uh, Pastor Mawarire. He's been freed on bail, but he faces violence charges. Yes, so 200 um, he paid $200 and was released. Um, so um, he walked out carrying his Bible. And on Twitter, he said that he was glad um, to be released after two days in jail. So, of course, he denies the charges of public violence and disorderly conduct. And he will now appear in court in July. So it's going to be interesting to see actually what actually happens in July. But of course, he still faces um, another charge and he'll try, um, he'll stand trial in September. And this is a separate charge, which is much more serious, which is plotting to overthrow the government and insulting the flag. Um, that's obviously because of his hashtag, this flag movement, which is still very active on social media. So some Good news and it's obviously a relief for the pastor, but certainly July and September with two cases still coming, he's not out in the woods yet. Mm. And finally, a World Heritage Site for Wildlife, which is under threat by a plan to boost Tanzania's electricity supply. It always is a toss-up. Is it development or are we looking after our World Heritage Sites? Exactly, XG. And this is the case in um, Tanzania. I was always amazed being in the country that there was hardly any electricity supply. So, in fact, only 10% of the country actually have access to electricity. And we know that President John Makafuli is a big proponent of ensuring that the country actually industrialized. So he is now saying that actually we're going to build this hydropower um, that's going to produce about 2,100 megawatts of electricity to the grid. And he's saying that you know what, even though it's being built on a UNESCO site, this is going to happen. So again, as you pointed out, development versus the environment. And I suspect we're going to hear some criticism because, you know, it's a UNESCO site. It spans over 20,000 square miles and it's considered one of the largest wildlife areas in Africa. But John Makafuli is you know, he's on a plan. XG, he wants to see the country move forward and it's going to move forward if he has his way. All right. Well, we'll be monitoring that very closely as well. Uh, Crystal, listen, have a nice day. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thank you, XG. Cheers. Olani Guala, taking your calls.
on 011-883-0702. It is 5 to 8. Lots of uh, responses to my comment about small businesses and um, just having to change our attitude and make them thrive because that's where a lot of jobs are going to come from in the future. Uh, so one SMS says, part of the challenge that small businesses are faced with is not being paid on time. This then has a knock-on effect, leading to many small companies eventually closing down as they can't maintain the value chain without liquidity. Also um, on Twitter, Jason says, support for small businesses uh, to, uh, to build the economy and create jobs must be inclusive of all population groups in South Africa. Uh, but also responses to this NGO versus the health department issue. There's Linda in El Dorado Park who's called about this. Linda, good morning. Good morning, XG. I hope I'm going to be as fast as you are, so I'm giving it a go. Please. Um, I'd like to respond uh, or, or raise a concern around uh, the MEC um, making uh, or putting forward her, uh, her request or argument this morning or decision that she has taken. Uh, I just have three questions to ask. If the life is uh, demanded didn't happen, would the NGOs be in this unfortunate situation? Secondly, the money that she alluded that was paid to the NGOs, suddenly, is it the correct amount according to the budget allocated? What is the way forward going, way, going forward for the NGOs? Is this a fixed exercise? My last thing that I want to say about this department, the health department, they, are, they, they treat us like we are uh, animals. When they want to use us, we are good enough. They do not communicate to us via written communication. We have a WhatsApp chat. And it's unacceptable. This is not normal business practice. Hmm. We were called to a meeting suddenly yesterday at, I don't know what time of the day, I, I got two, two calls from the health department summoning us to a meeting by the MEC. And I did say, I will not be attending that meeting oh. because she, we haven't got the money. All right. So you haven't been paid, Linda? Is that what you say? We, we, they, they've given us the, what they normally do mm-hmm. is send us a statement just to say that the money is on its way. Okay, so you got a statement. All right, that's Linda in Eldorado Park. EWN Traffic. Still quite slow if you're coming in from Ekurleni on the N12 West. The accident near the Atlas exit's causing that delay. Also, a protest action can be so affecting you out on Reverend Arte Namani Drive. And if you're in Mamelodi, traffic lights out at Como and Samaya. Aki Anastasiu, EWN Traffic. Thank you, Aki. Well, want to accelerate your career? Let Vitz Business School's teaching excellence and outstanding academic reputation work for you. Vitz Business School invites you to attend an information session on the MBA and postgraduate diploma in business administration. Now, this session will take place at the Vitz Business School. It is scheduled for Wednesday, the 5th of July, and it will start at 6 o'clock in the evening. Uh, secure your spot at wbs.ac.za. It's wbs.ac.za. Booking is Essential. Vitz Business School, Sculpting Global Leaders. Eusebius MacKaiser.